The following paid program is owned and produced by Michael Villa. All opinions expressed by the host or guests are their own and are not endorsed by radio station KKGK 1340 AM, 98.9 FM Management, Lotus Broadcasting, The Network, or any of its advertisers. How hot is hot? Fanboy. 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 Fanboy Sports. Local and national sports from a fan's perspective. It's time now for the Fanboy Sports Show with your host, Mikey V, on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Here we are, back in the place. Fanboy Sports on Fox Sports Las Vegas. I'm Mikey V. Glad to have you guys with me. And gals. You know, I wish I could rap. Rap, rap, rap. Rapping is, well, let's go let, go here. Hip hop is like my foundation with regard to music. But I love all music, all kinds. And especially since I've gotten older, I've grown to appreciate some classic rock. Other genres of the, of the like. But, uh, gosh, I always thought about rapping. You know, for those who think it's just so easy, I don't think so. I've tried it, and I'm terrible at it. Terrible. I think I'd be one of those artists that would have to write everything. And, obviously, I'd have to learn how to spit bars. But it's just it just seems cathartic. Like, if I could just spit spit some raps, bust some rhymes. Bust the rhyme. It would be awesome. <laughs> I'd feel like a, uh, on top of the world in a moment, for a moment, but that's just me talking. But that's why you see and hear me talk a little, about, little bit about hip hop because I love it. Uh, Hip hop actually led me to Steely Dan, which is a classic rock band. We call it Yacht Rock. I've looked this up. And uh, Steely Dan has some tune, Have they have tunes that, uh, and I've seen them in person actually. A few years ago, they were playing at the Venetian. And it was great. It was great to see a classic duo do their thing. But what led me to them was gangster rap in the 90s. There was a lot of samples from artists like Ice Cube and Naughty by Nature and even Kanye that sampled off of Steely Dan. And, you know, when you hear those tunes, I was curious. Where do you find What What is that? What, what, what tune are they using? So you do some research and look it up. And sure enough, Steely Dan. And I started listening to him and, oh, boy. I was like, oh, there's that tune. There's that Lord Tariq and Peter Gunn's tune. That was uh, a swirl of controversy in the late 90s uh, because they used the sample, didn't clear it. But of course, they all won in the end because that song made a lot of money. That track made a lot of money. And they uh, worked out a deal and they all made money off that track. So that's why, you know, when you clear samples, it works out for everybody if it's a hit. Uh, but yeah, I digress. 
We've got some World Series action going on. Who do I like in this series? Who do I like? Well, I can tell you who I don't like, but objectively, I'll tell you who's probably going to win. Maybe. I don't know. I think the Phillies are going to put up a fight, but the Astros, I don't like them. Even before I found out that uh, that they were cheaters. I just there was just something for them. Maybe it's because they beat the they beat the Dodgers because I've had a an affection for the Dodgers winning again. I think that's what it is. They were beating the teams that I, I was rooting for, and they beat them soundly and handily. And then I just you know get it. I don't know. You just some teams you just say they're so good and you don't like them. I think that's what happened with me and the Astros. Obviously, Dusty Baker's an awesome uh, awesome manager. But uh, definitely rooting for the Phillies. And, of course, they have a pair of Vegas guys on that team, Bryce Harper and, and Bryson Stott. And uh, I think it's going to be a good one. I think the uh, the Phillies may, may take it. They may take it. But uh, if you made me put money on the series, I'd put it on the Astros. Because they're just too tough. They, they really are. I mean... You've got Bregman, Artuve, Gurriel, uh, Pena, uh, Maldonado, Vasquez. I mean, they, they're all good players, and they all know how to win and carry through when it counts the most. Although, I wouldn't put it past them if they found a new intuitive way, ingenuitive way to game the system and find out how to guess pitches you know, and help them make it look easy. Of course, I can't prove that, and I'm not saying they are, but I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case. But uh, I expect it to be a uh, an entertaining series, nonetheless, possibly a, a seven-gamer. So, Shifting gears onto the local scene, our beautiful Las Vegas Raiders, they have gotten to the win column against the Houston Texans. And that's great. They did it. And their schedule looks pretty favorable moving forward. Now, again, we touched on this before. It's the NFL. Anything can happen. And you just don't know. I mean, they've got, or they have, the Saints coming up who don't have a good record in New Orleans. Carr is undefeated against him in his career. But Andy Dalton, who's starting for the Saints, is also undefeated against the Raiders. So we'll see what gives. But they've got to have this if they're going to keep climbing. But then there's the Jaguars who, uh, they're they're sneaky. They could pull it out. They, they're not bad. They're, they're, they're playing in, in Florida. Uh, then you get on to week 10, you've got the Colts, who uh, also aren't great, but they could sneak through a win as well. And then you're on to the Broncos. The Colts, of course, are a home game in Las Vegas. And then they were at Seattle uh, right after Thanksgiving before they meet the Chargers, which are going to be obviously a big test for them. So... Uh, We'll see. We'll see what happens. They may, they may be all right. 
And so, yeah, the Raiders could essentially go on a run. I've been playing the odds and saying, with saying that they don't historically have what it takes to make it happen. But you know what? They've got the tools. They may be starting to gel. They're not playing their best football. And McDaniels is preaching your best football should come in December and January, which he's 100% correct. So let's see if they can do it. I think if they have this dynamic of Josh Jacobs, who's running his face off, uh, they can, that will open up more for the offense. Uh, as long as he keeps running hard, they've got an extra dimension and that'll take pressure off the, the passing game. The defense continues to come around, but that's really essentially what needs to tighten up because the Raiders are third in the league in points scored. So if the defense can just play average, Raiders have a shot. So I headed to South Bend, Indiana last Saturday to watch UNLV football take on the story, the great Notre Dame fighting Irish. And it was a time. It was awesome. Another place that I had never visited before and I've gotten was able to see. And so I'll we'll talk more. We'll we'll touch more on UNLV football and my experience in South Bend, Indiana, when we come back in a minute. Fanboy Sports, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. The real estate market in Southern Nevada has changed. Rates are up and prices are going down. If now is the time for you to buy or sell a home or property in Southern Nevada, seek the realtor who was born and raised in Las Vegas that possesses the necessary skill to help you navigate through complicated market conditions. Select Michael Villa with King Realty Group. As a Rancho High and UNLV graduate, Michael takes tremendous pride in serving his community. With nearly two decades of experience, hundreds of homes sold, and a penchant for delivering superb customer service, Michael will get the job done quickly and seamlessly while leaving a smile on your face. Visit CashOutMyVilla.com or call 702-219-3178 for a consultation. Count on your real estate sensei, Michael Villa, to help achieve all your real estate goals and make your real estate dreams come true. When it's time, remember to make your move with Michael Villa. Call 702-219-3178 for a consultation. Nevada Real Estate License Number S0065507. It's the Fanboy Sports Show with your host, Mikey B, on Fox Sports Las Vegas. So I was part of the contingent that went to South Bend, Indiana to watch UNLV play Notre Dame in historic Notre Dame Stadium. And before I get into the experience of South Bend, let's talk about the Rebels. So they've essentially given up over 100 points, about 120 points in the last three games. And they're doing the backslide, which is something we've seen if you're following UNLV football the last 25 years. They'll pull out a good season every now and again, but sometimes they'll do, they'll start hot like they did, and then injuries will take a toll. 
uh, and and they'll, they'll backslide. So that's what's going on. They're four and four now after starting four and one. They have been without Doug Brumfield, and even last game game Aiden Robbins, the running back. Um, and you know what? Notre Dame is down this year, so they actually had a chance to compete if they had all their guns. They would have actually made it a game. I'm convinced of that. But they didn't have their guns, and they had less than a full squad, full starting squad, and they they struggled, although they were hanging in there at 10 to 7. But uh, Notre Dame started pulling their starters and uh, coasted to victory. Michael Mayer for uh, Notre Dame, the tight end, remember his name because he's going to be playing on Sundays. Kid is talented. Watching him against BYU uh, during the Shamrock, Shamrock series at Allegiant, uh, he was excellent, and he was excellent against UNLV. And I kept saying, 87 Blue, when they start going to him all the time, they're going to have no problem with this game. And sure enough, that's what they did. And so uh, it was nice to watch him perform and to be in Notre Dame, historic Notre Dame. It sucked that we uh, had to endure another loss they have a semi-desirable schedule to end to close out the season. So we're going to see what they do. We're going to see if they can uh, tighten up and and get back into their winning ways and and make themselves a bowl game, or they can end up like uh, many of the teams in the Sanford era did uh, five and seven, uh, five and eight, no bowl chance, uh, Six and six in 2003, when they started four and one, they didn't even go to a bowl. They weren't even invited, even though they won six games. They backslid and, you know, so hang on for the ride, Rebel fans. We'll see what happens. So South Bend, you know, my first memorable experience in South Bend, besides the Airbnb I stayed at with all the beautiful neighborhoods and the siding and clean streets and beautiful foliage because uh, autumn is here and, and you know, trees did, uh, trees don't turn colors like they do in the sticks. I tell you what, um, all that's beautiful. But I went to a bar called Corby's, which is one of the storied bars in, in the city. And, uh, oh man, they just cater to my Notre Dame dreams. First of all, that movie, I'm sorry. That bar is in the movie Rudy, which is probably the most famous Notre Dame piece of uh, pop culture that that there is. And so when I walked in, they again, they've filled parts of that movie in that bar, but they had the movie playing on a projection screen by the dance floor. And oh, that just made my day. My night when I saw that, I was like, yes, because I've heard that Rudy's so cliche to Notre Dame fans. Like, they're just sick of it. They don't want to hear about Rudy. You know, uh, uh, they're sick of people just shouting, Rudy, Rudy, when they come into the stadium and visit visiting fans. And so, yeah, that just fed right into it. I was like, oh, I'm going to do it now. I was thinking about maybe not doing it, but doing it, but now I'm going to do it. So I had a great time at Corby's. We even went back again later uh, Sunday. Uh, excuse, excuse me, Saturday night after the game. Uh, 
But uh, I did it. I was that guy. We mingled, me and my friends mingled with uh, the Notre Dame people in the parking lot. And I have to say, like my uh, best friend Ricardo said, if he could sum up the fandom, the fans there in South Bend, we'd call them classy. And that's what they are. They're classy. They were, hey, are you having a good time? Are you enjoying it? Do you like the place? It was really good. They were polite. Uh, awesome experience, but uh, I did it. I went inside those uh, turnstiles and I was pretty hyped up. And and then I said, uh, I shouted it out. I did it. I was that guy. And I didn't hear anybody else do it. Nobody else did it. I might have been the only guy to do it that day, but hey, uh, I was that guy. I shouted it. I shouted it proud. So, yes, Notre Dame bought some apparel from there. Uh, it was it was awesome. But that's part of the allure of following the Rebels when they go to big programs like that is to see how uh, the big boys do it. And uh, that was more of that uh, kind of experience. You know, some people were saying, oh, will we ever do it again? Will we ever come here again? Why not? Why not? But again, the Notre Dame experience was awesome. Glad I did it. It was a must-do. We actually hung out in Chicago, which was, was what a lot of Rebel fans did before going to South Bend. Spent two days in Chicago, two days in Indiana, and then flew back the fifth day. So it was a great trip, and glad I did it. Next year, it'll be Michigan again, uh, rebooting 2015. And uh, again, that was the best tailgate experience I've had experience from uh, a rival or an, an opponent ever. So it's back to Michigan, back to the big house. That's cool. I'm down with that. Uh, Run a Rebel Basketball coming online, almost here. They've been working out in closed scrimmages and playing and working out. And... Um, you know, I've spoke a lot about Passrunner Rebels, obviously, with my, my good friends, Anderson Hunt and Wink Adams. Uh, we touch a lot on that, and we will, because it's just important. It's important to talk about all the time. But uh, I want to get into this year's version of the Runner Rebels, 22-23, and what we might be able to expect from them and uh, who I have my eyes on as far as uh, production goes and maybe what to see out of uh, coach Kevin Kruger in his second season at the helm. Um, they uh, it's, it's a really a uh, blank canvas for them. There's just nowhere to go, but up. And uh, I, before I keep going with that. I want to, I want to thank Anderson again for uh, being here with me. You know, he's a busy guy. He's out of town a lot in and out of town. He's here and he's out, but when he's able, he gives me his time. I'm not, you know, we're friends. Uh, and, and so I just want to give him a shout and thank him again and wink. And uh, we're trying to put together something great for those two. That'll uh, stand the test of time. But uh, when we come back to the Fanboy Sports Show, we'll talk more about the current roster and slate of Runner Rebel Basketball. Fanboy Sports, Fox Sports at Las Vegas. 
If you own a business and card processing is part of your business model, you'll want to hear this. Provident Payments, a card processing company based in Southern Nevada, will save you the most money on card processing fees while utilizing the best, most cutting-edge equipment available to the industry. Being based in Las Vegas also means prompt service when you need it most. Save your business money by consulting with Michael Villa of Provident Payments at 702-219-3178. Karate or real estate, one must know when to make the right move. And when you make your next move, be sure that your real estate sensei, Michael Villa, is by your side. I can't help you win a karate tournament, but I can surely help you win the bid on a new house or get you the best possible offer on your existing home. And now, a demonstration. Yes! That's me eliminating any obstacles on the pathway to achieving your real estate goals. Call me for a consultation, 702-219-3178. Hey, hold up, come on, whoa. Fanboy. Right back at this. Right back, right back, hold up, whoa. Fanboy. Fanboy Sports. Sports from the fans' perspective. It's a fanboy sports show with your host, Mikey V, on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Roman Rebel Basketball 2022-23. So, the ceiling is. Well, I should put it this way. Sky's the limit for these guys. I mean, uh, there's really nothing much expected from them. They were picked sixth in the preseason polls for the Mountain West. And uh, uh, I've read that uh, they're using that as motivation. I mean, that's all well and good. But for this team, from what I've seen, it hasn't been much. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I don't know if I need to see much more than I saw. But from what I have seen, this team is going to have to be very unselfish. I don't see any pure scorers, any pure shooters. They're going to scrap it out. They're going to play hard defense. They're going to scrap for the loose balls, the 50-50 balls. They're going to scrap on the boards, which is a staple of Kruger basketball. But to win games, you got to score and they're going to have to really find each other. They're going to have to make the extra pass. They're going to have to really work hard on offense to get open looks, to get high percentage looks in order to score, in order to have a chance, I believe, to make any kind of noise. And you know, I've spoke about this before and really, I don't know the, Non-conference schedule is what it is. It's not very strong, you know, in comparison to what fans want to see. But they, they've got to really concentrate on conference. I, I keep harping on that. I, I keep saying this every season because it's just it's, – it's a doggone shame. <laughs> doggone it. <laughs> that – UNLV basketball has not won a conference championship outright in 22 years. If they win it in 23, it would have been 23 years. We're talking about the 2000 version with Dalron Johnson, Danny Brotherson, uh, and the likes. Mark Dickle, he was a senior, and Kambala, and Lou Amundsen. Wait, I think he came in 2001, but... That's a long time for a storied program to not even win their conference outright. I mean, 
okay, I'll take my mind away from that. Now, the conference tournament, it's been not as bad, but still, we're going, 2008 was the last one? That's, that would be 15 years in 2023. Lord have mercy on the running Rebel program. We'll see if these kids can do it. There's nothing that says they can't. They can work their butts off and make it happen. Uh, guys like Keyshawn Gilbert and uh, Victor Uacor, uh Jordan McCabe, those are your leaders. You know, guys like Jackie Johnson III, they'll come on. Isaiah Cottrell, they'll come on and, and, and help. But, uh, I mean, it's a blank slate. It's an open – it's open for them to make some moves and, and do something that uh, hasn't been done here in a long time conference-wise, which is win one outrider tournament. Well, I want to give a, a quick shout-out uh, to my sister, my sister, Kiana Villa. She's a senior at Palo Verde. I'm sorry, she goes to West Tech, but she's a senior that plays women's soccer for Palo Verde, and they just finished their regular season schedule last night against Las Vegas. They won 5-0. to zero. And they ended the regular season nine, two, and two. And congratulations to the Palo Verde program and to my sister Kiana. And I'll just put it out there. I hope I don't embarrass you, sister, but uh, you've got a great defender looking for a place to play in college. She's five foot seven, 125 pounds, and she's fast and she can kick. She's got a little bit of tools. So if anybody hears this out there, any of these Nevada programs that are looking for a good soccer player coming out of high school that hasn't been uh, signed or committed, come take a look. Come take a look at Kiana Villa, class of 23, Palo Verde High School. Uh, let's see here. Any more shout outs? Yes, Vegas Varsity. Again, more shout outs for Vegas Varsity. Uh, please. Patronize Vegas Varsity. They're great. Uh, Rebel Dan, still waiting for those Rebel football jerseys. Ryan, I'm still with you, man. Need those jerseys, though. And your real estate corner in a minute. Still holding steady at around 100, I'm sorry, 8,100 units on the market. Just single family, not occupied, not rentals. And... Coming up on December, that's a great time to buy. Interest rates are still up, but there are ways to deal with that by uh, negotiating a buy-down, which is no problem. I can do that easily. But December, December's are sneaky good times to buy because everyone jumps in in the spring when they've got their tax money. So if you look to buy in December, you're probably going to get a deal you're, you're going to like. And not have to deal with the crowd also bidding on stuff. And yes, there are still bid wars out there, depending on the area, depending on the house. So there's that little tidbit. That's all the time we have this week. Thanks for tuning in to the Fanboy Sports Show with Mikey V. Brought to you by me, your real estate sensei, Michael Villa, with King Realty Group. When it's time to make your move. Call Michael Villa, King Realty Group, 702 219 3178. 
That's a wrap. That's a wrap. The preceding paid program is owned and produced by Michael Villa. All opinions expressed by the host or guests are their own and are not endorsed by radio station KKGK 1340 AM, 98.9 FM Management, Lotus Broadcasting, The Network, or any of its advertisers.